Welcome to Murder in the Air Mystery Theater. I'm your host, Lori Fagan. In this podcast series, I'll interview authors who will then read their mystery, suspense, or thriller short stories or a chapter from their published books. In addition, sprinkled throughout the coming weeks, the podcast will feature radio theater-style sections from the audiobooks for my three crime fiction novels. There will be prizes, too, so stick around to the end to find out how to enter. Today we bring you another fun radio theater-style mystery. Here are the first few episodes from the audiobook of my second crime fiction novel, Dead Air, called L.N. Payne, P.I. Welcome to Behind the Mic Mysteries. I'm your host, Lori Fagan, and author of three crime fiction novels in this series called Fade Out, Dead Air, and Bleeder. You've landed on the compilation of the radio theater-style mystery podcast for my audiobook for Dead Air called L.N. Payne, P.I. It's a noir-type story set in the 40s about a female private investigator who helps a client figure out who is trying to kill him. Enjoy L.N. Payne, P.I. Heavy footsteps plod up the wooden stairs, approaching the office door. A hesitation, then a rapping on the glass, soft but urgent. Come in, I say. The door swings open, and a tall, dark, smolderingly handsome gent in expensive striped glad rags ankles in. He sees me behind my desk and swiftly removes his hat from his head, revealing dark, slightly wavy hair slicked back like a still ocean wave. I give him the up and down as he rolls his hat round and round in his long, manicured fingers. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, I'm looking for the private dick. Uh, Er, detective. He points to the name on the glass, L.N. Payne, private investigator. You're looking at her, I say for the tenth time this week, and it's only Tuesday. But, uh, you're a dame. Glad you noticed. So what's your story? Somebody stiffy at the track? Somebody tailing you? You want me to tail someone? Wait a minute. What do you take me for, a patsy? A broad can't be a P.I. Oh, yeah? Why not, big guy? We broads got a few bulges most gumshoes don't, and I ain't talking about no cup size. With that, I swivel my chair around and slowly cross my right leg over my left, letting my skirt reveal just a tiny bit of my thigh holster and the Remington over-under 41 Derringer with a heck of a kick. He checks out my gams and his eyes get wide like a pair of 41 Packard Super 8 hubcaps. Yeah, I'm packing heat. Let me buy you a drink. I pour scotch, neat, into two glasses and hand one to him. Now, either be square with me or fade. The gents got sweat dripping down his forehead, nervous as a losing bookie at the track. He throws back the hooch and finally spills. It's uh, a woman. Ain't it always about a woman? 
But I wouldn't figure a good-looking cat like you would have lady troubles. Actually, it's my wife. Now we're getting somewhere. So, she's stepping out? Fooling around? No, it's about my wife. Oh, so you want me to find something on her so you can get a divorce? No, it's really about me. You're the one messing around? Spending time in a flop house? No, no. I think someone's trying to kill me. The glass in my pod drops, shattering into a million pieces on the wood floor. Mysterious music fades up for a few seconds, then gets softer as my voice begins. Welcome back to Murder in the Air Mystery Theater. I'm Lauren Price. Tonight on LN Payne P.I., a gentleman needs our female private investigator's help to find out who's trying to kill him. Sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to shock you. A handsome gent helps me clean up the sharp, shiny shards from the smooth surface. Nah, the glass was just slippery. Yeah, that was it. Little did he know this was exactly the kind of case I'd been hankering to land. I'd had my fill of insurance fraud and infidelity by spouses to last me the rest of my life. But attempted murder? This could be my ticket to the big time. Do you know who's trying to kill you? My wife. And how do you suppose she's trying to off you? I think it's poison. How do you feel? Are you sick? Do you have any symptoms? Actually, I feel fine. Hold on, then why do you suspect poison? Because I've been seeing a lot of arsenic in the house. I smell a rat. I'm glad you agree with me. No, literally. Maybe she's trying to kill a rat in your house. What? No, we don't have any rats or mice or rodents of any kind that I know of. Okay, we're getting nowhere fast. I think I'd better pay a visit to the missus. My fee is a hundred a day plus expenses. Any problem with that? He doesn't need to know I do this job for free. Oh, no. I'll give you your first day's pay right now. He pulls out a check and writes it for the full big C. I can tell I've got a live one here, but I play it cool. Thank you, Mr. De Palma, I read from the check, which I tuck into my brassiere. I'll be in touch. Wait. My wife can't know I've hired you. Trust me, she won't suspect a thing. Will the lady private eye be able to figure out if the good-looking gentleman's life is really in danger? Stay tuned for the next podcast of Murder in the Air Mystery Theater. I'm Lauren Price. Thanks for listening. I press a button to cue the Murder Mystery Podcast theme music and fade it in, full, then bring the volume down. I read into my microphone. Welcome back once again to Murder in the Air Mystery Theater. I'm Lauren Price. Tonight on LN Payne PI, our private detective is going to watch Mr. De Palma's wife at their house to see if she has murder on her mind. I changed my voice slightly to be reminiscent of 1940s film noir days and a hardened female private investigator. I set up a basic surveillance in my little 38 Bantam, which has seen better days, but 
still gets me where I need to go. With his mouth, Ron makes a noise of a car's engine running, then turning off. I read again. I'm parked just down the street from the De Palma residence, a small brick pad surrounded by trees, some rose bushes, and a couple of chickens in the back. With binoculars, I watch Mrs. D through the front window as she flits about, clearing the breakfast dishes from the kitchen table, dusting, vacuuming, all the boring things many married dames do, apparently. Before long, though, she comes out the side door. Ron opens a prop door with a rusty hinge, and it makes a loud squeak. And what is she carrying but a small bag, clearly marked arsenic, complete with skull and crossbones on the front. That gets my attention. But my excitement turns to disappointment when she slides on her gardening gloves and heads straight to the red rose bush, where she sprinkles the white powder around the base. Just trying to kill bugs around her beautiful blossoms. What a ninny, I think, as I put away my eyeglasses and drive back to the office. Ron fires up his vocal car noise and makes it fade into the distance. I adjust my voice back to normal. Has Mr. De Palma just been reading too many Mike Hammer mysteries? Stay tuned when the next podcast episode of Murder in the Air Mystery Theater continues. I'm Lauren Price. Thanks for listening. If you ever get tired of the news biz, you can always become a P.I., Ron chuckles. You'd probably be decent at it. Might be fun, I agree. Okay, you're playing Mr. De Palma in the next episode. Ready? Go for it. Good evening, I'm Lauren Price. Tonight on Murder in the Air Mystery Theater, we continue the story of the good-looking gent who thinks his wife is out to kill him. But L.N. Payne, private investigator, finds the only ones who should be in fear of their lives are the bugs in the bushes. I summon Mr. De Palma back to the office. With my other cases, a week goes by before I can squeeze him in to spit out the news. But this time, when he shuffles through the door, the previously virile-looking man is now hunched over and pale, holding his stomach. Mr. De Palma, you don't look so good. I told you, my wife is trying to poison me. I've been sick all week. But Mr. De Palma, I saw your wife take the arsenic out to her rosebush and sprinkle it to kill pests on her plants. That's what it's for. You've got to go back again, Miss Payne. You've got to see what else she's doing before it's too late. He fumbles for his checkbook, his hands shaking. Now I feel really bad taking more dough for a couple of hours of work, so I brush the money away. No need for extra funds, Mr. De Palma. I'll make another trip out. Will the private detective find additional clues as to why her client is ailing? Be listening next time when Murder in the Air Mystery Theater continues. Thanks for listening. This is Lauren Price. The part of Mr. De Palma was portrayed by D.W. Thomas, 
and I read the part of narrator Lauren Price and L.N. Payne, P.I. Author Charlotte Whitney will be the featured guest on episode number 11, and she will talk about and read from her historical mystery, The Unveiling of Polly Forrest. Then on episode number 12, hear the next segments of L.N. Payne, P.I. from my novel, Dead Air. If you are listening on the podcast platform of your choice, please subscribe and leave a review or provide us with some feedback. If you're on YouTube at Read Lori Fagan, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up, and click on the bell to be notified when a new episode has been released. And for more freebies, check out our Patreon page at Murder in the Air Mystery Theater. Remember I mentioned prizes? At the end of each of these Murder in the Air podcasts, we'll have a drawing for a prize from those who follow Read Lori Fagan on Facebook or Instagram. And in the comment, write murder to be entered in a drawing. We'll have drawings for free ebooks, chances to win your name in a novel, and other fun items. So go to Facebook or Instagram, follow Read Lori Fagan, and write murder in the comment. For more information, you can visit readlorifagan.com. Thanks so much for listening, and come back again for more Murder in the Air. Thank you.